Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. This is episode number 25. I am excited to be back with you today. Um, I've got kind of a, a hodgepodge of information I want to cover today, and it might it might be a slightly shorter episode. Um, I had a really busy weekend um, moving my my brother's house, um, him and his family uh, from one house to another house. So we did a bunch of stuff. So I didn't get as much done kind of on the weekend that I like to, uh, you know, work on a little bit. So I, I'm a little pushed for time today. But I wanted to start out with uh, two quick announcements, two quick things that I think you might be interested in. So I have uh, been working on a survey, kind of an industry report about staffing in the martial arts industry. And so I have finally finished the report. Um, It goes over, um, you know, who's how many people have been interested in um, hiring staff, what kind of staff positions they have, how many full-time and part-time, how they pay them, what kind of responsibilities they have, use of volunteers, all that kind of stuff is in there. Um, I, it's a really interesting report. There are some things, you know, a lot of things in there I, that I, that I guessed uh, would be that way. I, I didn't expect it to be, um, you know, it came out like I expected. And then some things that I thought were really interesting, some things that I didn't expect. And um, because of that, I think there's some things that we as school owners could be looking at, utilizing um, and thinking about a little bit more um, when it comes to staff, um, how to do things a little better, um, maybe maybe some ways to do things, some some thoughts that I had on it. So I'm going to release that industry report um, to you guys first um, over a webinar. Um, so I thought instead of just – a lot of times if you download the report, you'll skim through it and it'll be like, oh, whatever. Um, and I thought I would take uh, probably about a half hour to go through the report, kind of go through the major findings, and then what I think are some points that we need to be – um, focusing on uh, for our own schools and and uh, for the industry, um, I have a couple of those thoughts that I want to cover with it, um, and I'm going to do that. the um, The webinar is going to be this Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, there will be a, I'm going to do another one then too um, later in the day. Um, so. Uh, I don't know when that one will be yet. So you can, anyways, um, you'll be able to check these out, um, the times and register for the webinar at www. Um, and you have to put the www in right now. I don't, I, I got to fix that about my website. I don't know what the deal is, but, uh, www, um, mediacompany.me slash webinar. So if you want to do that, if you want to hop on board with that webinar, um, it's going to, like I said, it's going to be neat. Um, and then you can get, we'll uh, send you a copy of the report. You can dig through and those kind of things. So check that out. Um, media, www.mediacompany.me slash webinar. Um, cool stuff will be going on with 
that. So uh, make sure you register for that webinar. Um, we'll take questions during it and so on and so forth. And uh, there's a sneaky way that you can get the uh, report early if you head over there and register for the webinar. You'll see it on there. So, okay, that's uh, the first thing that I wanted to bring up to you guys. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up real quick um, is something I've got going on. I am working on a course. Um, it is the Social Media Ambassador course. And some of this came from, I have a lot of people who ask questions about um, best use for Facebook and getting students from it and, and how I should use my Facebook page and people who are just frustrated because they know they're supposed to be on Facebook and they're not, nothing's happening with how they're posting stuff on Facebook, you know, and understanding groups and pages and ads on Facebook ads is a huge thing that people don't quite understand. And there are, I mean, Facebook ads are absolutely amazing. I'll tell you, you know, and this is different for different people. You know, I mean, you can't, um, I, I can't say that, that your school is going to, um, you know, have super cheap Facebook ads, um, because different markets, different things, different ways, it's all, it's all different. But, um, what I can say is that, in my opinion, it is one of the best bangs for your buck. You know, I have people come and ask me about, you know, using traditional print media. And I'm always like, uh, you know, for, you know, the $200 or whatever it might cost, I can easily have a way better ad run on Facebook. Um, and so Facebook advertising and now Instagram um, as a, a platform for growing an audience and attracting new students. And with Instagram, you can now advertise on Instagram. It's the cool, it's a cool new thing. I'm just testing it right now for another business. Um, so now Facebook ads, Instagram ads are not required things. I, mean, I think you need to be, I, honestly, I, Facebook ads I, for your martial arts school, I think you really should be looking into. You got to have a dynamite um, system for that. And again, uh, this is all questions, things that people asked me in a, a course or, or that they've asked me. And so I've decided to start this um, work on this course um, to to create a social media ambassador for your school. One of the big problems people have is that they don't have the time as a school owner. You know, I totally understand. I don't have time to make original content for Facebook all the time. You know, taking the pictures, taking the video, adding the graphics, doing these kind of things, posting the updates. Um, so what do you end up doing? Once every couple of days instead of a couple of times a day. You know, Instagram. I totally want to get on the Instagram game from my school, but I do not have the time to do it all myself. So what I'm doing is creating a course where... You as a school owner will learn the you know the best practices, what you should be doing, um, and help you define what your social media marketing is going to look like. And then the other part of the course, you're going to hand um, you know they're going to log in to the course with their own login, and they're going to learn how to be a social media ambassador for you. Um, this can be a staff member. This can be a volunteer, um, which 
found out a lot of interesting thing about volunteers with the staffing industry so, uh, report. So make sure you sign up for the webinar so you can see more. Anyways, um, a volunteer or staff member who will then learn how to make the content, what good content to make from your direction, from, from kind of your wishes, and they are going to be the ones who continually do this. And then there, um, I'm going to include some checklists. So you will, they will have checklists on what they are supposed to be doing as they go. Let me, let me real quick, um, this Instagram, so Instagram just started, um, opening up their ads platform. And so I, um, co-own a, a coffee shop here in town with my siblings. Um, and I just wanted to play with this, uh, Instagram thing right now. Um, but for our coffee shop right now, um, we're running an ad on Instagram only for website clicks. So they click on the ad in Facebook and it takes them to a website. I'm getting right now 13 cents per website click. That's insane. Okay. How great, uh, you know, a price is that? Now you then have to have a, a, a funnel kind of thing where, you know X number of people come to your website and how many of those people will sign up for an introductory lesson and how many of those people will sign up for a program. And then you can decide how much it's worth to spend on Facebook. But you at least get to look at the numbers there where you don't a lot of times with other kinds of media. Anyway, so um, this is the kind of the course I, I'm creating. Um, and I'm doing a pre-sale right now uh, where you can get in early bird pricing. You can get in on it before the program is done. Um, and then as soon as uh, the first module is uh, ready, I'll send that to you and we'll roll it out to you. Um, you're never going to get it as cheap as it is right now. So I would, if this is something that you are interested in, um, head over to um, www.mediacompany, or yeah, www.mediacompany.me slash um, SMA. That's uh, Social Media Ambassador, SMA. Or if you're not a part of our private Facebook group, um, you, you should be. And you can head over to our private Facebook group to get um, a link in there if you don't remember the link that I was talking about. So um, I, I, I think it's something that you might find useful and you want to check out. So... Finally, um, uh, the other day I asked in our private Facebook group, um, you know, some, uh, some ideas and topics that you might be interested in hearing about here on the podcast. And, um, real quick, I want to, um, mention that, uh, there was one, there were a couple that, that were good ones and I'll, I'll probably get to as we continue. Um, but I want to go with this, this thought, some, uh, Brian, Kali? I hope that's how you say your last name, sir. I hope I didn't mess it up. But uh, he wrote in here, and I'll read right from the page. It seems to me that many schools are moving away from the mental focus and philosophical basis of martial arts, replacing it with solely the sport exercise aspect. But people need to be aware of the pros and cons of each avenue uh, to travel, along with the way to possibly blend the two. And I think this is a great thing. And I, I don't have, I, I probably shouldn't spend um, too much time on this right now because we've already um, gone in uh, about 10, 12 minutes to this episode. But I thought this was a really interesting comment because I had just gotten back, as you as you heard last week, 
to from a, a workout that was very much um, not just the physical and sport aspect. It was very much the um, leadership training, the life skills, those kind of things. Um, and I want to have a conversation about that, the, the leadership, the life skills, how we do that, what that means in the industry or how we really feel about that, how not we, how I feel about that, um, in the future. Um, but I, I think this is an important thing to bring up, um, and kind of, I guess could lead to maybe next week doing an episode about the life skills thing. Um, I have, I guess I've not seen this that much. The, the, just the sport, um, and exercise aspect of it. And maybe that's because I'm, I'm a little bit in a, in a bubble around, um, the ATA and stuff. Um, but I don't know for me, that's, I, I would not, that's not the kind of martial arts I want to do. You know, um, as you guys have heard in this podcast before, my, my school is excellence martial arts. We teach leadership and life skills, um, through martial arts training. That's what we do. And so the martial arts is a vehicle for us. Um, and not just a sport or an exercise. Uh, I think that's an interesting thing, a, a way to go, um, I'm, I'm a little surprised that, that there is this, um, move in some places to, to go towards that because it doesn't seem to me like the, the business on that side would pan out as well. There are so many exercise things already. There are so many sports and stuff already that, um, to me, just doing it for that seems like you don't have a unique position. Um, if you're just another sport, it seems like it'd be harder to market, um, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think that's a weird, I think it's a kind of a strange thing. Um, you know, where I do see this aspect, um, I suppose, uh, of the, just the sport exercise size side of it is in the, in the tricking kind of, um, venue, uh, or, or vein of the martial arts, uh, you know, in the extreme, in some of the extreme side, I know, um, you know, the guys at hyper are not just for the sport side of it. Uh, you know, there, there, there are some more things behind it, but I guess that I can see how that could be used as just more of a sports side of the, uh, um, martial arts. Uh, and I know the tricking side, but the tricking side is, it gets, you know, it gets more away from, from all aspects of martial arts. I mean, I think it's cool, you know, and I, I think more power to you for learning it, but, um, to do, to do just the sports side or just the tricking side and not be a traditional martial arts to me is strange because really it's just parkour, gymnastics-y things that, you know, um, instead of, uh, traditional martial arts. But, uh, to me, in the long run, and maybe for the short term, um, running a program with martial arts is more just sport um, exercise aspect in the shorter term might be successful for you uh, because of how your market in your area is, what people are looking for, things like that. But in the long run, you know, martial arts have been around for a long, long time, and and there has always been at least some aspect of um, – personal improvement in, in, in those kind of things. I don't know. You know, I, I'm torn on this a little bit because in the eighties, you know, when, when, you know, the macho guys were all 
well, this the sixties and seventies and eighties, when uh, early eighties before Karate Kid came out and kids started to flood the martial arts industry. Um, you know, when they were doing all those, uh, you know, fights, you know, all the tournament open tournament circuits with no safety gear and all that stuff, you know, was there as much push on the the philosophical side of the martial arts i don't know maybe there i wasn't around so i can't say that there was or wasn't um i think what we see often is a is a adjusting through time a kind of a um a level i don't know going back and forth between um lots of the philosophical side and then back towards more the just the sports side and then back up and down and just fluctuating back and forth. I think that might be what we see more often. Um, and, and my guess is that's, that's fed from, you know, what people are in society are wanting so we can get them in the doors, which is not always the best way to do it, but not always a horrible way to do it as well. I can think it just depends. Um, I, I wouldn't do martial arts if it weren't for the, the philosophical, the, the other side of things. Um, you know, the mental focus, those kind of things. But, you know, I know it's out there. So I guess, I don't know. I, it becomes just like every other sport to me then. And I don't need every other sport. So I don't need every other sport like basketball and football. And I don't need martial arts to be like that. I'm going to, I'm going to always have that mental side of it for me. But that's the way I want to do things to each his own, I suppose. I do think uh, you lose some of the some of the cores of of martial arts. Um, you know, you get the martial, but you miss some of the art side uh, with it. You know, most people won't consider other basketball as an art. You know, football as an art. Um, so I, I I think you lose some of that with that. Okay, um, I, next week I, I want to hopefully I'll, I'll really dive into this life skills, kind of get a little more on this philosophical side and life skills thing um, with you guys because I got some opinions and some thoughts that I want to throw out at you. Anyways, that's what I want to get to next week. But don't miss the webinar, www.mediacompany.me slash webinar and check that out so you can get all the information about what's going on in the martial arts industry when it comes to staffing. And I got some cool things to show you. So that's coming on Friday. Make sure you check that and register. Um, that's it for today, guys. I really appreciate you tuning into the podcast. Until next time, make sure you're out there striving for excellence.